0: Jambo, Ekavo, welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 32 of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. We are close to the end of season three, Um, but today I'm talking about a topic that's near and dear to my heart. And no, it's not about money. Um, I'm talking about the pressure to be the perfect immigrant. So now you probably wouldn't mistake me for a terrorist or a murderer. You know, I'm—I might, you know, I'm someone that you might consider a good legal immigrant. Okay, well maybe I'll be honest. When people see that I'm, I'm Nigerian and they think about, you know, unaware Obama, they might do a double dig But aside from that, I'm a pretty ideal immigrant. You know, I have no criminal record. I have one speeding ticket for in the last 19 years. I have a good education, even a master's degree. Ooh. I moved to the U.S. from Nigeria in the early 2000s, and um, you know, I earned an undergraduate degree here in the U.S. as well as a graduate degree. And I've been working my butt off ever since I landed on American soil. And since I did, I've always paid taxes, done all of that stuff. You see, let's contrast that to an immigrant, contrast that immigrant profile to someone that maybe crossed the Sahara to get to Europe, or crossed the border, or even, you know, even being dramatic, one not even being as dramatic, maybe look at one that's maybe an Uber driver or a farm worker, or, you know, a CNA, which is a job, which are jobs that many of us immigrants do when we first get, get to new countries. Even my first job was cleaning the dorms as a college student. And so it seems like the narrative is that you're either a super or ideal immigrant or you're a lower level immigrant. Immigrants are hardworking and resourceful people, but we are so much more than that. We are human, we are not above making mistakes. And with all of that, we are all equally deserving of a chance at life, of a chance to thrive. You see, there are stereotypes that certain Asian and Jewish Americans are good, law-abiding, even affluent, productive immigrants or citizens. And then there are other stereotypes that Hispanics, African-Americans, or African immigrants are prone to crime and dependency on welfare. All stereotypes. And so what does this do for us as an immigrant community, right? It creates pressure. And so the first type of pressure is that pressure from society. You know, when we hear immigrant stories, it's typically the grass-to-grace stories um, that are often highlighted in media of people that have come and and worked against the odds and are ultimately living the American dream. And while I would I love when people when people's stories are highlighted for what they've been through and what they've worked through, um it's not should not be the only narrative. You know, there's the, oh, yeah, but you're, different, or, you're a different or you're different or hardworking immigrants, And that narrative is just, frankly, old. It places pressure on us immigrants to strive to what that person attained. It's a pressure to prove that you are worthy of being here or worthy of being in whatever country you currently live in. And now the second pressure actually is pressure from internal, I mean, pressure from family, right? And so many times, I mean, I'm an immigrant. I'm the one that moved, um, but also children of immigrants also experience this. And so even though I moved from Nigeria, yes, this I feel this pressure, but in a slightly different way. But family expectations and the need to make family proud or make their sacrifice worth it is intense. So when we feel like or when we are told that we aren't doing well enough, you know, um, to, you know, it can be like I didn't come to America for you to not go to school or I didn't come to America for you to not get a Ph.D., right? Um, statements like that can make us feel like we aren't doing well enough, that we aren't breaking our backs enough for the sacrifices of our family to be worth it. And yes, I want to make my family proud. That is a driving force for me, but sometimes a driving force can become a stifling force. Many children of immigrants straddle two cultures and sometimes don't feel like they belong or are enough of either culture. Many of us also feel the responsibility to financially support our family, our siblings, sometimes our nieces and nephews, Um, But I always say this, put on your mask first. Most times, putting on your mask first means saying no to family. This is easy to say, but so, so difficult to do. And the worst part is, feelings will be hurt in the process yet sometimes the only way to be able to help your, your fat loved ones in the long run is to say no is to put on your mask first many children of immigrants or immigrants grow up with this sense of guilt that makes us distrust or repress our own needs our own wants our own dreams in order to fulfill those of our family members who gave up so much to get to where they are where we are today and so we feel like we are an extension of their dreams and we try to live our lives in a ways that in ways that bring their dreams to life. And in doing so, we suppress our own dreams, our own desires, our own aspirations. And so if there's anyone listening today that can resonate with this, know that your dreams are valid. Your experiences are actually different from those of your parents, and that's perfectly fine. And so it's perfectly normal that you're navigating things that your parents never navigated. And your parents navigated things that while you see the results of it, your experiences are different and there's room to honor both. But you are trying to find a way in, your, in you're trying to find your way in the world that you find yourself. And so ultimately, there is no perfect immigrant there is no ideal immigrant. And I think we need to free ourselves from, from those pressures, right? Um, and there should not be that expectation. And so, yes, you know, as immigrants, we may have some shared challenges. We may have stories that we can exchange and now we can laugh over because back in the days, I remember one of my friends and I, we keep talking about sometime when we we're in college, we had to work on a farm and we got paid. Maybe I'll talk about this story another day. We worked on a farm for like $20 and we were given expired food to eat. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I'm just saying that sometimes, yes, you know, immigrants may have some shared challenges. Every immigrant has a different story and even different starting points, right? Um, We can honor our parents' sacrifices and, and yet have dreams of our own, not theirs. And so when I think about this, I think about the next generation of immigrants Right. I love people that listen to this podcast are immigrants or children of immigrants, millennials, Gen Z's um, as young adults finding our way in this world. Some of us have kids. Some of us are, you know, in the place where we're having kids or we have nieces and nephews. And my question is this. What will we do differently to position the next generation of immigrants, our children, to exist without guilt in whatever countries they choose to call home? How do we heal from the guilt and pressure that we've lived in without passing it down? And so I think we need to question many things that we have come to hold as true. I think every time we feel guilt, we need to question that guilt. And sometimes guilt is good. Guilt can be a warning sign to be like, man, okay, you shouldn't have done that. But other times, guilt and shame, they're learned Right, And that's the guilt and shame that we need to do away with and not pass down to the next generation. And so how will we make room for the possibility that our children's experiences will be different from ours, such that our suffering does not have to define them or be their own narrative? And in doing so, it doesn't negate what we came through or what we went through as immigrants. But it gives them room to move forward and to, you know, fly. I know this sounds a little woo-woo, but really, that's how I I think about it. How do we ground them in pride in their complex identity and leave them with inspiration for the possibilities that's to come? How will we equip them such that when the society tries to pressure them into, into fitting into one kind of immigrant box, They'll be sure of who they are and they will not be swayed. What will we do differently now that we know better? I think there's a lot of unlearning to do. I think there's a lot of processing to do. I think there's a lot of healing to do. And I want to shout out two pages that I follow on Instagram that are helping immigrants do this. Right, One is progressive immigrants. Um, And the other one is Brown Girl Therapy. I've I followed both. I followed Brown Girl Therapy for maybe like two years now, and Progressive Immigrants, Progressive Migrants. I found in the past year or two. I'll put a link in the in the description for the podcast here, so you can check them out. I think one thing is for sure, though. Whatever your immigrant story is, wherever you are on that immigrant journey, um, I want you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And that's why this podcast exists, for us to thrive wherever we are, with whatever we have, um, without fear and without shame. So thank you for listening to this episode, and I will see you next week. Ciao, odabo, bye. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners and last but not least please follow us on instagram at the rich immigrant and as we go out into the world i hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home ciao bye or devil. see you next time